Batman and Robin. Holy hole and I don't it. Or maybe a bit more like Bert and Ernie. Hey, Bert. This is Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Luke and Lewis for lunch. What? Well, that was too enthusiastic. See, now you've overcompensated these last few days. Yeah, you're Maybe reckon? just tone it down tomorrow. All right, next yeah. time I'll just yell lunch, and I won't, but I won't say what. <laughs> Uh, we got a big show coming up for you guys. We're going to be talking about instantaneous celebrities, aren't we, Luke? Yeah, there was one that came across uh, me during the week. I was just like, wow, this guy went from literally no one to a hero in about four, five seconds. Yeah, it was incredible. And uh, Luke also has a couple of small jokes to talk about because you've heard of small talk. But what about small jokes? Yeah. That's coming up later. And I brought a megaphone in for something else, but I thought I might as well bring it into the studio. So... This show is going to be full of announcements. That's <laughs> Luca Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. Quick announcement. <laughs> Luke, as you know, uh, yesterday I was endeavouring to finish my book before I saw the movie version. Of It. Of It, yeah. The popular Stephen horror King. film. Yes. Such book. Yeah, well, it was, well a book. it was a book first. Film adaptation of a book. Exactly. Actually, the sequel of a... It's the remake of a film of a film adaptation of a book. So, wow, there's levels to this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for informing me. You're welcome, mate. Um, and uh, I suppose you'd be interested to know what happened last night, whether I finished my book or... Yeah, so you had about 12% of the book left, I believe. thousand page book. So what's 12%? It's like... A... 120 pages, yeah. mate. <laughs> I, I, I was going to do that. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it depends how quick you read. But yeah, and after the show, you were like, I'm going to go finish it before the session. And we were planning the show today for today's show, doing other stuff. It got to around... I left at about 7.30 and I hadn't seen you reading once. Yeah. So how did you go? Well, uh, then I had to film a video. Yeah. So it got to about uh, 8. It got to about 7.50 and I had to leave. The movie was at 8.45. So I thought, <laughs> you know what? I'll go to Crown, just I'll make it. it there, and I'll just read on the tram. There were no seats so I couldn't read. Uh, and then uh, when I get to Crown, I'll have 20 minutes to sit down in the lobby and read my Kindle before the movie starts. And then, you know, it won't be spoiled for me. That's a lot of pages in 20 minutes. Yeah, well, the expected reading time, according to my Kindle, was about three hours. But I was like, nah, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Google Maps walking distance. It's like, yeah, it's not actually. That's literally what happened because yeah. I can halve the Google Maps walking distance because yeah. I'm so tall. But you can't. Apparently, half the height reading. has nothing to do with reading speed. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, I ended up getting the crown. I thought I would have 20 minutes, but then I got lost in crown for 20 minutes. So I ended up having about one minute. I got through about three pages. <laughs> That's still pretty impressive. That's pretty good, yeah. And then I sat down and I tried to read through the ads, but they were too distracting. Like, like while the trailers are on, you were sitting by yourself. Because, by the way, Lewis were, bought a single ticket to this screening of It because he doesn't have any friends. Look, man, <laughs> if I came with a friend, I wouldn't be able to read my Kindle through the ads. So That's why most people bring friends. <laughs> Look, man, I was reading a Kindle by myself at a late showing of a movie. That's cool as. <laughs> Can we get like an audio grab of that back and just you repeating yourself <laughs> and going, does that really sound cool as? Nah, everyone was looking at me going like, oh, who's this mysterious guy? I hope he doesn't have a knife. I don't want to be mysterious. You say, I'd never look at someone and go, oh, mysterious. I want to speak to him. I go, yeah, oh, that guy's mysterious. 
Don't hope he doesn't come near yeah. me. Yeah, that's File true. a restraining order, even though I don't <laughs> know him. Uh, but anyway, so everyone everyone assured me, because I was talking about this, everyone after the show was telling me, oh, don't worry, man, the, the movie only goes halfway through the book, because the whole book is they fight the monster as kids, and then they fight it as adults. So they're like, oh, it just comes up to the part where they're kids, and where they fight the monster, and then it doesn't cover when they're adults. So people told you that half the book was what the film was? Yeah, yeah. And, and was that the case? No. The whole, the entire book tells the story of the kids fighting it and the adults fighting it at the same time. So they flick back and forth, and the conclusion of the kids fighting it happens at the same time as the adults fighting it. So basically, it spoils like the the second last page of the book. So you were thoroughly unimpressed with the last twelve percent of the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like everyone lied to me. Like they got up to the part where I thought was was halfway of the book. I'm like, ah. Oh, Awesome. Everyone was right. And then I looked at my watch and there was an hour left. I'm like, no, I thought about leaving <laughs> to read. But then I realized it was the last showing of the movie. So yeah. I just wouldn't be able to see it. Oh, so, we'll come out on DVD soon. <laughs> Mate, I would at least, buy at least might treat DVD. myself to a Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would like to say to all of the listeners who told me that it wouldn't matter. It did matter. And you, you just, it spoiled the whole book for me. And I'm very disappointed. Bad luck. I know. So next time, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll come with friends so I have someone to complain about it with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming. <laughs> Luke and Lewis for lunch. Luke, as you know, or as everyone in the nation knows, yesterday was pretty early Christmas. And now it is uh, pretty early Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is too. Yeah. I didn't think of that. I can't believe I forgot. I I've can't been wait. unwrapping my pretty early presents all day. Wait, I can't wait for the pretty early Boxing Day sales. Does anyone do that? Like, Boxing Day? Like, oh, now's where I'm going to unbox my presents. Is that what it's for? Yeah. I thought it was for getting rid of the boxes, because you open them on Christmas. Oh. I think that's what it is. Really? There's, they used to dedicate a day for that? Not like, oh, five minutes. We'll How just... many presents was everyone getting yeah. to make it like a national holiday? <laughs> this I, sucks, man. We haven't a, been getting enough presents. It's honestly, it's a day for seventy percent off uh, in cricket. That's yeah. what it's for these days. Well, there never really should be a day for cricket. That sport sucks. <laughs> Mate, we're a triple M. All right, watch your mouth. <laughs> Not in digital. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, it's pre-early Christmas was yesterday. We celebrate uh, pre-early Christmas uh, instead of Halloween here at Triple M Modern Digital. Um, and a lot of people, since we did uh, that show, have been sending me pictures of other stores that have Christmas decorations for sale saying, oh, look, they're doing pre-early Christmas as well. But i um, got my megaphone here. It's time for another announcement. Uh, sorry, that was an alarm. Uh, pre-early Christmas finished yesterday, so they are just celebrating early Christmas. Announcement over. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that announcement. Um, geez, if you hadn't have done that without the megaphone, I don't think that you, you could have got that information across. I, well, people need to know. They're, tell, they're trying to tell me that Australian stores are doing pre-early Christmas when really they're just doing early Christmas, and we don't celebrate early Christmas. Can you pass me the megaphone for a second? Yeah, you can't hear yeah, me. Yeah, cool. I just wanted to announce that... Um, yeah, oh, he's, you yeah, just the on button. Oh, that's that's the alarm button. Uh, <laughs> on. Hello. Uh, can I turn it on for nah, you, mate? Don't touch you it. Just, it's a- <laughs> okay, there you go. Whoop, okay. Whose <laughs> <laughs> idea was no. it to bring a big friend? So I just wanted to announce that... Um, I just wanted to announce that um, <laughs> Lewis just made a very unnecessary announcement with a megaphone. That is all. Thank you very much, mate. Um, but... <laughs> So, this 
whole segment has just turned into megaphones. But but <laughs> people have been sending you international photos, haven't they? Yeah, I got one from uh, people who were like, oh, check out this, Bulk Barn are doing uh, pre-early Christmas this year. Well, they're American. No, they're Canadian. Cana- oh, well, and then they actually it. would be doing, because they're yeah. a day behind. I, I went to accuse this girl. I was like, mate, pre-early Christmas. Mate, mate just because it's pre-early Christmas in Canada doesn't mean it's pre-early Christmas here. Turn yeah. that off. Ease that up. <laughs> Apologize for that, Michael. Sorry, everyone. Thank you. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I, I, I went to accuse this girl, right? Yeah. Uh, who I was like, hey. Bulk barn. Uh, the, the, we did pre-early Christmas yesterday. I was like, "Hey, it's no longer pre-early Christmas." And then I realized, I was like, "Oh wait, I googled bulk barn. They don't sound Australian." Mm. And uh, you know, they're pretty much like a hardware store in Canada. It's like the Canadian Bunnings. They're doing Christmas right now. Um, so, so they give out Canadian sausages. Yeah, I don't think they do. Well, oh. no. Well, then it's not the Canadian Bunnings. No, is there's it? just like a guy saying like, "Oh, how about that?" And he shakes your hand. And no, he does really the nice. Worst accent I've ever heard in how, my life. You do a Canadian accent. I refuse. No comment. <laughs> See? <laughs> but yeah, and I went to accuse her, Googled it. It turns out that America and Canada are the only two countries that are still have the privilege right now to be celebrating pre-early Christmas. And I'm jealous. We should have flown there. We should have flown there. Just so we can have Just two days. Do show. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they found out about pre-early Christmas. I'm pretty sure we invented it and Triple M Modern Digital is just a national show in Australia. But the word Podcast fans. That's true. Yeah, our podcast must have gone viral. Yeah, in strictly in Canada and the I USA. think just the the holiday went viral there. Everyone, That's true. everyone knows about it, mate. We're all across it. We're not going to get credit for it, but no. that doesn't matter. We're just spreading pre early. But now early Christmas year. has started, and you know what, Target. We beat you to the punch. So yeah. suffer in your jocks. That's right. All right, just a final <laughs> one final announcement. Um, this segment is now over. <laughs> Luca Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. <laughs> Lewis, uh, last week on this, this show, we mm. predicted the next Bachelor for next year's show. And I, I, I still stand by it. It's the dude with the huge head. Yes, his name is Apollo. Uh, yeah. He looks like a Greek god in human form. He's also form. named after one. That yes. He's a Greek god. That's a massive giveaway that perhaps he could be, that ladies may enjoy his presence. Yeah, and he's like prime age and he's like a nice person. So, like, women will just fall in love with They'll buy Apollo t-shirts. Yes. That's all that matters. So, we predicted him because obviously, you know, he's... Got it all. But during the week it came out that perhaps Shane Warne could be putting his hand up to be the next Bachelor. Now, he has since denied these claims. Look, Shane Warne, how old is he? Oh, too old. He's Probably like, like a famous cricket player. Let me just say, just because you can catch doesn't mean you are a catch. <laughs> He also can't catch. He was a bowler. So that just shows the extent of Lewis's cricket knowledge as well. And he's 48. Should anyone have cricket knowledge, though? Really? Really? Yes. I know they look silly in sunscreen or zinc, whatever (laughs) they wear on their lips. That's not a stat. Wouldn't be be fun kissing Shane Warne. He'd show up with zinc on his lips. He'd be like, yuck. (laughs) Although at least your lips would be sun protected by proxy. That's true. He's actually 48 (laughs) years old, which is older. That's... That's uh, nine. Than, that's, that's eleven years older than Sophie was this year, and yeah. she was perhaps a higher end range bachelorette. Are you age shaming people on Triple M Modern Digital? One hundred percent. Actually, get some youth on your warning. Honestly, he's not. Nah, look, he was going balding a few years ago until he fixed it with those laser hair clinic ads. 
Yeah, true. Yeah. He did that for a while, and he yeah. got his hair back magically. Yeah. <laughs> Prayed to the dark gods, and it yeah. just turned up. And I was decided to think, I was like, wow, okay, save Shane Warne was the next Bachelor. Mm-hmm. It had ended up just being like, you know, it, I'd be like, okay, who would you set up Shane Warne with? And yeah, it would have to be other just, sports people. He shouldn't be just the only sports person. Well, because he, he'd be interested in sports females. I guess he's a sporty guy, similar interests, maybe like uh, Maria Sharapova or something. Is that walk the, into the, the, the tennis woman who like screams when yes. she moves Yeah, she'd get out of the limo and she'd open the door and be like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I think that it shouldn't just be exclusive to sports ladies. Yeah, you know, Shane Warne might swing both ways. We could have the four, the first sports edition of The Bachelor and the first bisexual Bachelor as well at the yeah. same time. So we could we could have uh, Leighton Hewitt as well. He could, <laughs> he could walk on and be like, "Come on, pick me, come on!" Right? <laughs> yeah, that's a relevant tennis joke. <laughs> oh, relevant? Yeah, yeah. Let's take a time machine back to two thousand and five and call that a, Maybe re- not a relevant. relevant yeah. Correct. So that's pretty good for me. Yeah. Oh, we could have. Um. What about Warwick? Yeah. Warwick, Warwick Kappa. Kappa. You know what? They'd probably they're probably mates. <laughs> I bet they they they're already. He'd dating. invite Warwick around to the bachelor pad. Warwick would definitely be an intruder. He just takes sure. speckies over Osh's head. <laughs> yeah, you got to Warwick Kappa. Uh, I'll just win the bachelor because I'm um, the best bachelor in the world. Warwick Kappa, famous comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sharapova would shake his hand. Like, oh, nice to meet you, Warwick. Yeah, nice to meet you, Amir. <laughs> What are you doing, man? Come on! It'd be an absolute mess of a season, but um, Channel 10, if you're listening, I want to see it. Oh, yeah, and we obviously want a cut of all proceeds because we just invented the Yeah, we just invented the show. Yes. Let's let's franchise this out internationally, but only Shane Warne can be the bachelor. We should make it a rule where in every rose ceremony, Warney has to spin bowl the rose down. To all the contestants That's who brilliant. receive a rose. Fund it. <laughs> and Osh is like, uh, sorry, Warwick, you, you did not get spin bowled a rose. Come on! <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's late. <laughs> you've, you've been bowled out. Please take your time to say goodbye. Yeah, see you later, mate. Uh, Warwick, have a, and, have, and, and then when he kicks out three in a row, it's a hat trick. What a good show. <laughs> Luke, it might surprise you to know that um, in high school, because in, in your high school, you basically... You you wifed up really like in year eleven. Did you get with Emily? Yes, me and Emily started dating when we were seventeen. And you're so, still yeah. together, still yeah. together. All three years twelve, we dated. Yeah, so you didn't have very much dating experience in high school. No, no. Uh, it might surprise you to know that I was a bit of a lady killer when I was in high school. I'm very surprised. I almost yeah. just fell off my chair. <laughs> Well, uh, you're probably so surprised because that was a lie. Yeah, I yeah. was about to say I was in disbelief, and that's because I did not believe you. So. <laughs> Incredible. That's the definition of that word. Yes. Um, but yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't very good. You know, actually, I think I had the potential to be a, a lady killer because I had many girls interested in me, but I, was, I just didn't know. I was unable of detecting when a girl was interested in me. I was like the king of missing signals. I think there's always that one guy in every high school that has a whole bunch of girls following him around, and everyone looks at that guy and goes, "Why?" I didn't think you were that guy, mate. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't that guy. But you see, like, there's a few of those guys where you see you see girls like following around everywhere, yeah. and they're just not interested in any of them, and it's because they're just completely oblivious. Yeah, like footy or video games, like they just have yeah. other interests because they're like in, they just don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had uh, I've got a great story of this one. I went on. I went on a full-on date with a girl who definitely liked me, and I had no idea it was a date until, honestly, the way home. <laughs> probably, actually, probably even the week after. How do you misread an entire date? 
I don't know. I'll explain it to you, okay? So there was this girl who was in my media class, and um, I thought we were just friends. Clearly, she was very interested in me. We used to do assignments together. We'd do everything together. She would kind of... She would, she would always initiate every conversation. So that's basically how a girl makes their move, is they put themselves in a position where you can make your move, yeah. right? So she was doing that for me, and I was completely oblivious. Like, she probably thought I was playing hard to get, when in reality, I was like, oh, I haven't made this sick. <laughs> <laughs> you were just excited you didn't have to go to a movie by yourself. <laughs> I know. I was One sick. double ticket, please. Well, that was the date. So, uh, because it was media class um, in year 12, this is when Harry Potter was huge. So, the second last Harry Potter movie had, had come out and everyone in class was talking about it because it was a movie and we're in media class. And then she was like, man, I really wish I had someone to go with. So that was like massive hint there. And then I was like, oh, we could go together. <laughs> you're like, oh, uh, uh, you're like, I'm pretty sure Jeremy told me it was free tonight. You should go. He's really nice. <laughs> He's got a haircut. So <laughs> No, I actually picked up on that hint, but I misinterpreted it. I was like, oh, she needs a friend to go with. I'm her friend. I'm her platonic friend. And the thing was... I'm her I, wizard friend. <laughs> the thing was, I thought this girl was really pretty too. Like, I was kind of into her as well, but I just didn't believe that she would ever be into me. So I just missed all those signals. So I was like, oh, we can go together. And we uh, ended up booking... Um, one of the few times I ever booked a double pass to a movie was a, a midnight screening of Harry Potter. And um, so with a midnight screening, I had, I had no idea that this was a date. So with a midnight screening, you know how as soon as it hits 12.00, that's, that's when the date starts? Mm. So the movie was on like the 13th. But I, I read the ticket that said the 13th on the ticket, yeah. so I assumed that it was like midnight on the 13th. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So you forgot how dates work. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> Classic me. Yeah. So literally I get a call on the day of the movie screening. She's there. It's about an hour, half an hour before the movie. She calls me up. I'm at home. I'm not even thinking about leaving because I think it's tomorrow. She goes, hey, where are you? And then I was like, oh, the movie's tomorrow. And she thought I was joking. She's like, ha come on, Lewis. That's funny. Wait, you're actually coming though, aren't you? And I was like, Yes. <laughs> then I ended up driving with my parents. Like, yes, friend. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got there about 10 minutes before the movie started. Yeah. And I got there. And I think that's when I had an inkling that it was a date because she looked gorgeous. She was really done up. <laughs> she wore some nice clothes. And I showed up in a t-shirt and jeans. was <laughs> like, hello, friend. Handshake. How you going? Let's watch a movie. Woo! <laughs> you rocked up in a ghillie suit just trying to fit in with all... <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't realize. Cool, sorry. Yeah, and I completely misinterpreted the date and then went home completely platonically and she just didn't speak to me for at all yeah, after because you that. pretty much rejected her. Yeah. Because you almost didn't show up and then you were probably just talking about Harry Potter the whole way home. Yeah, she probably thought I did that on purpose to disrespect her. No. Nope. Because it's definitely not plausible that I'm that more much of an idiot. Harry Potter than girls. <laughs> and I respect that. So Absolutely. Luca Lewis for lunch. Lewis, last night I was watching a video uh, of, of the new world record holder at, for, for the fastest Rubik's Cube solve. Oh, love a world record. Yes. Oh, you know I love a world record. And as soon as I saw this come up on YouTube, I was like, boom, click. And what really got me, it was 4.59 seconds. Very quick solve. That's very fast He's, for a whole cube. Hands are like a blur, right? Yeah. And uh, it's a 23-year-old guy called Seung Boom Cho, I think. 23. Yeah. Mm. Is that what you should be focusing on, 23 years old? We both still live at home, so let's leave <laughs> Sang and Boom Cho alone. Yeah, all he's right? probably a millionaire now that he's solved the coup yeah. pretty quick. But what got me was that, great, very impressed with his world record, good on him. 
But he was sitting there in this room where everyone was doing cubes around him. It was just a big cube oh, He did fest. it at a cube convention? Yeah, it was just a cube fest. Yeah, That's cube, cool. Yeah, a CC, a cube convention. I don't know what they call them. I think it's called like the World Association of Cubing or something like that. Uh, wouldn't it be the World Association of No Mates? Yes. Incorporated? Sorry. <laughs> Actually, right. It does say that here. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it says that. And um, yeah. It, what I was impressed with was he's sitting there by himself doing the cube, mm. and then as soon as he, he puts it down on his pad, and the time comes up, and it's a brand new world record, and no one's looking at him, no one cares who he is, and then as soon oh, as so everyone, he has no one to tell, no, like that. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, friend that I brought with me, I just broke the world record. Yeah, no. So he just does it, and then he's like, well, well, because yeah, he's, he's got cool no mates for me. So, <laughs> but then as soon as everyone realizes he's got the world record. He's instantly just swamped by about thirty to forty people. I mean, there's not that many people because there's like there's like a big timer on the yeah. screen. Yeah, and as soon as everyone realizes this guy's just got a world record, yeah, he just beca- goes from literally nobody to instant celebrity That's in cool. literally four point five nine seconds. That's We've got a record. A bit of audio coming up. This is what happened. You'll hear a ding when he he finishes the cube, and then you'll the audio will just it, everyone slowly realizes. That oh my god, this guy's got a world record. So he's just done it. Yeah. Silence. And then people start to look over. Yeah, people. And everyone realizes. People had to notice the time. He didn't tell anyone because he had no one to tell. And what's happening now is he's literally being mobbed like he's Justin Bieber coming out of his own concert. By other Cubers. Except there's no girls. There's people getting so yeah, there's people getting celebrities like sorry, selfies with him. He's just a celebrity. That's incredible. That was more impressive than the world record. I was like, this guy Yeah, has... he smashed two records at once. Yeah. Fastest Rubik's Cube, fastest rise to celebrity fame. Dog. Yeah, I mean that was quicker than Gangnam Style. That went viral mm. overnight. It was quicker than Cash Me Outside Girl. That went viral in about six hours. Yeah. Four point five nine seconds. Boom! Instant Absolutely. celebrity. That's a record. I mean, that's even that's faster than uh, Kim Kardashian's baby. I mean, they're famous now. That took about nine months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's really quick. It was very quick, and then it, it didn't stop there, right? They, Seung Seung Boom Cho, He's struggling and, there. <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling with that name. He ended up going on a full press tour after oh, this wow. happened. Yeah, his rise to fame just continued and we actually have audio grabs oh, that's of good. how his press tour went. Because I was wondering how that would sound. Yeah. So, let's have a listen. <laughs> Tonight on 60 Minutes, Sing Bum Chow, the Rubik's Cube prodigy. Sing Bum Cho, Sing Bum Cho, this is Randy Davidson from TMZ. Is it true that you're the one who got Kylie Jenner pregnant? If so, was it in 4.91 seconds? <laughs> hey, sunburned chair, welcome to Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> you are the funniest guest that I've ever had since the last guest that just left five minutes ago. Oh my god! <laughs> Sunbeam Cho, Sunbeam Cho, it's Oprah. I want you on my show. We're going deep. There'll be laughter, there'll be tears, and I'll be giving everyone in the audience a brand new Rubik's Cube. You get a cube, you get a cube, we all get a cube. More Luke and Lewis after this. They're just on the phone to their mum. Triple M Modern Digital. There's been a recurring issue on our show, Luke. Um, where we'll finish a show, one person will feel really good about it, but the other person will, will be just feeling a little bit, uh, little bit upset um, because some joke that they have told would have gone underappreciated. And me especially, I think you've been underappreciating my jokes, Luke. 
Well, yeah, there have been some times in the show where someone said something that's pretty humorous in, in like, you know, when you think back and you look back, you're like, mm. oh, that was pretty funny, man. I just didn't acknowledge it enough at the time. Yeah. So we're going to go through some jokes that uh, we each feel deserve respect Yes. And uh, a standing ovation. We just want to bring to the surface some of these underappreciated jokes that have happened on this show and give them the light of day and the recognition that they deserve. Yeah. So the first one that I have, uh, do you remember when Jack Post was on the show? Sure do. Our first and only guest. Yes. So he was on the show and we were talking about how Luke and Lewis for lunch, they tell us that it's national, but the show doesn't go to Adelaide or Perth. Yes. And this is when I said this hilarious joke. What, where is it? Where is it going? Is it, are you guys um, we're national except no, for really... Perth, Tasmania, and Northern Territory? So we're not really national. Yeah. No one's got digital radios there no. yet, maybe. Yeah, or, oh. or electricity yet. Silence. I think what Jack said was funny. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, that's funny because uh, Adelaide is uh, not known to be incredibly uh, well outfitted with amenities, and uh, it's not it's not as high class as Melbourne or Sydney. So the reason why that's funny is because I was implying that they're worse than they are, saying that they don't have electricity, which they do have, thus making my suggestion ridiculous, provoking laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Good, because I wasn't going to give it to you. <laughs> What do you have then? What's funnier than that? Okay, I did one on the show. Uh, I was talking about, we're talking about millionaires uh, mm-hmm. on on dating apps. We're like, oh, if millionaires use this. dating apps. Yeah. And I said an absolute cracker and you didn't give it anything. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Jump on Tinder and yeah. Bumble. Who oh, needs the lotto? I don't think those guys are on Tinder, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they're on EliteSingles.com. Yeah. <laughs> they're, on, they're on Tinder. Huh? Yeah. That was the worst That joke. was a good joke. That was <laughs> You said that was the worst joke. Yeah, that's a little bit worse than silence. Um, I have a confession to make, Luke. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> I didn't understand that joke. I thought that you was... I, I now realise that you said tender, which is another name for money. Yeah, that's like funny. legal tender. But I didn't know what tender meant at the time. I thought you just said, like, the number 10 and then duh, because it sounded similar and it had to do with money. Oh, like millionaire duh. Yeah, which, which, if, which, you know, that is a bad joke. That would be the worst joke because that's <laughs> so, not even a joke. Okay. That's just confusing. Okay, well, I so do apologise. I'm sorry, now? that was very funny. Let's give him the laugh he deserves. Like, you laugh too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> I know what that means. But thank you. That's all I wanted. <laughs> applause. Okay, it wasn't that good, Michael. It wasn't Ease that up. good. Maybe you, maybe save that for this one. This is the last one, Luke. This one. This one happened while we were recording our demo tapes. This almost ended our show before we made it to the I airways. I actually pointed this out to you after I edited some. I was listening back to our demo tapes as we were about to send them into the radio station. Mm. And I was listening back to it and I was like, man, I messaged you. I think I texted you at the time. Dude, yeah. you made a really funny thing. I'm so sorry I didn't acknowledge it. Yeah, you apologized to me, but that's not enough. I want a laughter for this joke. Uh, he started selling off merchandise, you know, to raise money for the charity. Warwick Kappa Warwick merchandise. Kappa. No, who's, right. Who's so he, rocking no, a Kappa sorry. hat? A Kappa cap. <laughs> no, right. So he was <laughs> selling off other people's merchandise, oh, okay. right? And it was... You just ignored me! Yeah, so we're talking about Warwick Kappa, and you were talking about Warwick Kappa's hat, and you said, a Kappa cap. Very, very That's good. That's funny! <laughs> and you just funny. ignored me! I think I was thinking about what I was going to say Thank next. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. You just didn't... Oh, yeah, I'm just... I'm... Announcement, that was the funniest joke ever told. (laughs) Oh, that's a big call.
Lewis, on this show, uh, we have a man in the studio with us every day named Michael. Uh, mm. And Michael is always... He, he seems to be on a never-ending quest to find himself a, the perfect nickname. Yeah, when, when I say his name is Michael, that's what we call him. He doesn't have a nickname. No, we, that is his We birth have name. not given him a nickname. <laughs> well, well, his parents gave him that name, yeah. uh, Michael. And he's stuck with it for his whole... No one Has anyone ever given you a nickname, Michael? Yeah, I've had heaps of nicknames at school. I like don't. I, I think you've don't. given yourself more nicknames than other people have given you, because already on this show, you've tried to give yourself one, which was Sideshow Mike, we talked about the other day. Yeah, we and have how a- are you still feeling about Sideshow Mike? I love it, and if I can just disclaim, it was actually a reference to the Simpsons character Sideshow Bob, which I didn't get to say in this sneaky and recording. How we did. so? You're trying to tell us that you are like a serial killer that's trying to kill a child, because that's the character of Sideshow Bob. No. So I if that's what kind of like, if that's what you want to be represented as on the show, then fair enough. But um, no, not at all. Not at all. Really, because you did sound very excited about it the other day. Why Sideshow Mike? <laughs> Because my name's Michael and I'm the sideshow. Big call. The sideshow. Really? Well, just that I'm like, you guys are kind of like the main show and I'm just to the side, like, pushing the buttons. Like just I'm... doing your own personal show at the exact same time yeah. on the side. <laughs> so, we, uh, we all had a laugh at this. I'm like, oh, well, obviously that's not going to stick. And I thought we'd all moved on. <laughs> Collectively, yeah, but yeah, like because we we thought if if a nickname comes up, obviously we'll give it to Michael because yeah. we're not just going to let him keep up creating. Well, you new don't nicknames. create your own nickname. That's how nicknames work. You yeah, don't stow them upon yourself. So I was scrambling through Instagram the other day, just mm-hmm. I completely forgot about this whole sideshow Mike saga. And what did I stumble across, Lewis? <laughs> oh, he hasn't given himself a nickname, has he? He's changed his <laughs> Instagram <laughs> handle to Radio Mike. <laughs> Radio, radio, radio dot Mike. Mike. Radio dot Mike. It's wait, hang on. Radio Mike is so that's what you want. Wait, your wait. Did you just try to plug your Instagram then? Because <laughs> it's Radio Mike. You just can't use a space. In no a one follow Radio dot Mike. No. Uh, we're putting a ban on following Radio dot Mike. Just need to make a quick announcement here. <laughs> Uh, nobody follow radio.mic on Instagram. That is currently banned. Cool. Can, can now, I just say, can I you also- please explain yourself? I don't know. I, like, I, I just wanted to change my name because before it was my first name and surname and I was like maybe a bit concerned about privacy. So I thought I was tossing <laughs> Mate, up. Mate, you are not getting famous <laughs> off pushing buttons on a triple M modern There digital. were people at the, uh, at the race that we did last week uh, that did get photos with Mike afterwards. So they got a photo with me and Lewis yeah, and they're like, hey, Mike. Thanks for standing up for me, those things. Was that your first like, fan photo experience? Uh, yeah, probably. How did it feel? It felt great. Uh, shout out to all those guys. We don't usually that do was shout outs so on the show. You, you just <laughs> you know love, what? You're like, I love all my fans. Luke, you know, what can I say? Luke, I think we've got a new nickname for Michael. <laughs> now that he's got fans and he thinks he's his top dog. What? Famous Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Famous Mike because of the radio. This is what I thought about the nickname. You work, what, five days a week on radio. Yeah, well, not Do you identify, radio. like, is that, like, how you identify as a person? Like, my life is this show? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I do appreciate that dedication life. to the That's show. Good. That's but good. Because my life definitely is this show. I do other things. I read yeah. comic books. I, I see movies by myself. <laughs> that's but... like if, I, my, if my nickname was, like, Comedian Luke. It's like, that sucks. It's like, <laughs> a title. It's more of a that's title. That's just what you write on your passport. So you just write your nickname on your passport. <laughs> well, I was actually also considering Mike's on Mike. Because before I turn your mics on, I go, Mike's on. I absolutely hate that. 
I hate that more than Sideshow Mike yeah. and Radio Mike combined. You know what? I think this is what we do, okay? Because uh, Mike wants a nickname, but we think it's a title, we should just combine. So we'll give him a title and a nickname. So I reckon from now, you will officially be known as The Famous, that's the title bit, and here's the nickname, Radio Mike. The Famous Radio Mike. What do you reckon, Lou? Yeah, but Sideshow wasn't in there. The Famous Radio Mike... Uh, and then your last name is Sideshow. <laughs> Sideshow. And then your catchphrase is Mike's on Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Luca Lewis for lunch. Today, we're doing this. You've heard of small talk. Now it's time for small jokes. Hey, Matt, would you like some sugar in that? No, thanks. I'm sweet enough. <sighs> yep. Nice joke. So, this is one of my, quickly becoming one of my favourite segments, Luke. Uh, Basically, everybody has heard about small talk. It's the kind of talk that you'll make with a stranger in an elevator or waiting in line, how's the weather, things like that. But what goes underappreciated are small jokes, which is things that generally older men, some women do do it, but it's generally older men will tell you just a a small little joke, chuck it in there with their small talk, and then you are almost guilt-tripped into laughing. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Most people are guilt-tripped into laughing. In my situation today, with, with the small joke I heard... Well, you're bringing one today. I was not not at all guilt-tripped into laughing. I stood there stoned face. <laughs> it was cold. It was... Right. Okay. So what happened was I work at a golf club, right? Really? I thought you worked at a radio okay, station. Okay. Well, I used to work at a golf club. <laughs> <laughs> this happened a while ago. Yeah. And um, I was serving a customer, just a retail type situation. Yeah. And uh, he walked in. It was quite an old gentleman. And he Classic. was, you know, he, and he thought he, he was one of those guys who really fancied himself, you know, a bit of just, just humor wise. He fancied himself. And I was like, good on him. So he I was thought giving, he was funny, which yeah. is warning sign. Whenever anyone tells someone that they're funny, you know they're going to say something just horrendous. Yes, and that's exactly what he followed on to do. <laughs> so we was getting to the uh, back end of the transaction, and I was like, all right, that's just going to be $24, thanks. And uh, he goes, here it comes. Oh, can I give you my wife instead? Huh. And I was like, oh, that's just going to be um, $24, thanks. Oh, and he goes, oh. Disrespect. He goes, oh. But that, that's halfway done, by the way. Okay, done. so he, he, he had another go yeah, he, after he, this. He, he goes, I didn't get him the first time. This one will get him. Yeah. And then he goes, all right, what about me kids? And I was like, yeah, that's just going to be $24, thanks. And then he goes, yeah, you're not a big fan of comedy, eh? And I was like, no, not anymore. <laughs> well, and I was just like, the fact that he kept going. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're not guilting me into laughing. Because like... Okay. Maybe, maybe I don't really understand okay. that joke well, properly. Well, Lewis, that's funny. Because after years of marriage, many people often feel unsatisfied with their lifestyle mm-hmm. and relationships. So decide to blame that dissatisfaction on mm-hmm. their partner and kids, which they have already mutually decided to have years later so therefore the joke yeah. was that he values his wife and kids at a dollar amount less than 24 oh pretty good joke when you actually think that's about funny. it isn't it that's funny that's amazing <laughs> really good joke oh that that's a small joke that's a huge joke actually i'm changing my mind amazing i can't wait yeah. for the next time we do it this it gets you when it, you, know, you think about it, it comes back around that yeah one. i think i just didn't really understand <laughs> it but when you explained it long form style yeah. hilarious yeah. <laughs> luke and lewis for lunch now, Lewis, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did a segment on the show called Nominate a Mate for a Gift They'll Hate, and we mm. went down to the local op shop and bought some gifts that people will hate. 
Yeah. Now, we bought one thing that didn't get given away on the show. We decided to save it for another time. We accidentally stumbled on a gift someone would love. Yes, yeah, so we didn't give it away. me. Well, yeah, we didn't give it away because we thought, oh, this is why no one's going to hate this. Mm. Uh, it was out the back Scott Cam. He's 2004 uh, book that uh, that's just discovers how to be a bloke in your own backyard, projects, maintenance, tips, and some funny yarns. So Scotty Cam from the block. Uh, as and people every know, building show ever. ever. Yeah, Better Homes and Gardens maybe. Everything. And uh, he's put out a book in 2004, so it's 13 years old now, but it is still, it ages well. It's a classic, well. yeah. Yeah. And uh, since this, I bought the book at the time, and you've been perhaps a little too interested, I've noticed. You, I sometimes I'm the catch correct you, amount of interested. Well, sometimes Incredibly. I catch you trying to read my book, and I'm like, hey, man, can you put that down? It's my property. It's my book. I don't know why you don't want me to read this book. I don't know why I'm not allowed. Well, you you keep me... trying to get a look in Scotty Cam's book. Yeah, give and me a look in the book. You've read the blurb, and that's all I've allowed you to read. You're not opening it. It's my I've book. more than read the blurb. I've memorized okay. the blurb. Why right? do you want the... to read this book so bad? I'll tell you why. Here's, here's a quick quote from the back of the book. This is the only thing that I've read. Scotty Cam reckons there are too many sensitive new age guys out there who wouldn't know a hammer from a nail. I'm one of those people. I don't know the difference between a hammer and a nail. So you want I need to read the book to find out. What's a hammer? What's a nail? I don't know. I'm new age. <laughs> You're so modern, the, you're digital. Yeah, you know? <laughs> let me have a look in the book. No, you're not getting a look in the book. And okay, but but I'm not going to be like evil. Okay, I'm going because you really want this book. Like, Just give me the book. You unironically want to read this. Yes. Don't you? Okay. Here's another quote from the blurb. So, Scotty Cam <laughs> no entertains with his trademark humorous yarns. I want to see. Yes. I want to read some of his trademark does, humorous mate, yarns because it's my book and I've started reading it. It's, and it's our actually a good book. Read. We bought it for our segment. No, I bought the book. You want to read my book, and you know what? I'll, I'll extend an olive branch. I will give you an opportunity today, right now. Why don't you extend the book no. instead? <laughs> I will give you an opportunity right now to win the book off me. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. Right. I'm going to win. Wait, do I have any time to study or to no, prepare? No, it is a quiz show. Okay, everybody, I'm going to ask you four questions. Michael, hit the game show music. Welcome to Will Lewis Get a Book? In, uh, get a look in Scotty Cam's book. Uh-huh. Alrighty. Uh, question one. Uh, okay. you, can, you can just fade that slightly, okay? Just so Lewis can think. I need to. I do need to concentrate. It's, it shouldn't be a hard, hard quiz at all. I'm going to nail this. Question one: mm-hmm. Out of the following, which is the odd one out? Mm-hmm. A, lion, a lion, a leopard, a tiger, or a caterpillar? Lion, leopard, tiger, or one of them's a bug, and the other ones are big cats. Mm-hmm. But a lion doesn't have any kind of spots or stripes. Lion, a. Lock it in, Eddie. Incorrect. What do you mean? It was the tiger as he was wearing shoes. <laughs> we didn't, t- <laughs> didn't tell me they had shoes on. This whole quiz is rigged. No, it's not. Give me a look in the book. <laughs> Question two. You have to get one right, by the way, to win this book. How many book. questions are there? Four. Oh, easy. You What's two? Three more goes. All right. Uh, Question two. Is the answer A, B, C, or D? What's the question? Is the a- Well, that's the question. <laughs> Can I phone a friend? Yeah, if you want. Michael, what do you reckon? <laughs> Honestly, I haven't spoken to him about this, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're stressing me out, man. C, lock it in, Eddie. Ooh, incorrect. The answer was two. It was question two. It was in the question title. Mm. Anyway, but question number hang on, three. No, you, you can't number the questions and not tell me. Yeah, you I said, just said I said it's question two. Is the answer A, B, C, D? And you poorly guessed the wrong answer. Now, this quiz question sucks. three. Do you think you're on your way to winning the Scotty Cam book? 
<laughs> this is a trick question. <laughs> B, maybe. It doesn't matter. I'm never giving it to oh, you. Oh, no! <laughs> this is just bullying. Question four. What was the answer to question one? <laughs> you just can't. You know I'm a goldfish, man. I can't remember. It had something to do with his shoes. Whichever one was wearing shoes. Tiger! Tiger! Was Incorrect. That... No, it wasn't. The tiger took his shoes off, thus making the caterpillar the old one out because he was the only non-big cat. Just give me that book. <laughs> no, I'm having the book. So you failed book. today in winning the book of me, but I will, you know what, once a week I'll give you an opportunity to win this Scotty Cam out the back book. Good this, luck, mate. This sucks. I just want to read Scotty Cam's trademark humorous yarns. Give me a look in the book. No. <laughs> Next mm. week. Luke and Lewis for lunch. I'm going to go and get this book. That brings us to the end of the show, sadly, ladies and gentlemen. But, um, Luke, I stopped Sorry, looking. Sorry, I was reading Scotty Cum's book. Uh, now, I've got an uh, announcement to make. Uh, give me a look at that book. Nope. <laughs> well, then I'm ending the show. That's fine. It's the end. <laughs> Quite literally was the worst threat ever. We have to get off air now. It's too, it's too We've got announcement. We've gone over to Michael is stressing out because we're ending the show late. This is Luke and Lewis for lunch. Give me a look in that book. Or I'm calling the police. Here they come. <laughs>